And hello, hello, here I am, Len Tillum, the lawyer. And you know how I'm doing it. It's amazing. New technology. I don't need no stinking owners of radio stations. They can get lost. They can kiss me. You know where. They have made me crazy for years, you know? Do this, do that. Get out of here. It's my own show. It's our own show. You're listening on the internet podcast. You got it from lentillum.com. You've got it from iTunes. By the way, if you go to iTunes and you can figure it out, good for you. It ain't that easy, but you can do it. You've downloaded iPhone. Or you download iTunes to your iPhone. That's right. iTunes to your iPhone. You download it or any place. You can get a subscription. They'll send it to you every day. You, you know, it'll be there. You don't have to wait for it to download at lentillum.com. We got streaming audio. Whatever you want coming at you daily. I promise the phones are getting in. I'm yelling at the phone company. The engineers are working. The phones will soon come in. We'll be doing calls. Now we're doing calls we had before. They're good ones. You, you know, 25 years worth of calls, some from KGO, some from KKSF. So they're fresh to you. I can't even remember a show the next day. So don't worry that you've heard it. They're all new and they're the creme de la creme, the best ones. So thank you for joining us. Here we go. Let's start this show. Jeanette in, is it Weaverville in Trinity yeah. County? Len Tillum, Jeanette. How Hi, come, Len. hey, how come you're calling a lawyer? Oh, man. Uh, well, I got, um, I had to get a civil harassment restraining order against my landlord who I was renting from last year. What, what did um, he do? He, well, he pretty much from day one, like, annoyed and harassed us every day. He would, he lived on the property as well, and he would drive around um, our house on his tractor every day, and then eventually he became very, like, verbally abusive. For example? Um, gosh, like, he, um, he, he would, um, just, he would, like, heckle me, and it, it kind of started, well, the thing is, he's, what, think, what do you mean, heckle me? Give, me? give me an example. Okay, so, like, we had this issue at, at a certain point during the rent, and we paid rent on time every month. Wait, wait, let me ask some questions. How old are you, Jeanette? I'm 26. And who was who living there? We means who? Um, me and my boyfriend. Okay, how old is he? He's, uh, he's about 18 years older than me. And you, the landlord lives on the same property? He lived on the same property as us. Okay, and... He heckled you. Give me some examples now. Yeah, well, we the first week we lived there, we tried to put up a laundry line, and he told us that we had to take it down because we made the place look like a trailer park. He was He's trying to sell the property where we were living for, like, uh, over a million dollars. Um, and so we were like, okay, well, we noticed you dump trash all over around our house, but sure, we'll take the laundry line down if you really want us to. Yeah, did you have a lease, by the way, a month-to-month lease? Or you... We had a year lease. Yeah, and nothing in the lease about a laundry line, right? No, nothing. He couldn't tell you to take the laundry line down. He, I, I know, but we didn't know that. And at the time, we're like, well, we'll just try to appease him. Maybe he'll just go away. Wait, let me know? ask you a question about this weird guy. Mm-hmm. Did it also say in the lease that when you and your boyfriend weren't there, he could sneak into the house and look at your underwear? No, it didn't. Try on your bra, because he probably did that too, that low life, you know? Yeah, 
he did. And well, eventually we found out after we moved out, um, he sent us pictures of the inside of the house from when we lived there. He took pictures of my bathroom with, with mm-hmm. my personal belongings, and he took Ugh. pictures of like my dirty kitchen stove, and sent that to us with a bill saying that that we caused him two thousand dollars worth of repairs and cleanup time oh. when we left that place spotless, even though the day before he pulled his gun out and waved it at us while we were packing our belongings. He waved so, a gun at you? Yeah. You're lucky you're out of there. You got a restraining order against him, right? So I got a restraining order against him. We moved out. Two sheriffs told me to get this restraining order, so I did. I yeah. It, it was my only like course of action, and, and I felt because we live in such a small town with this guy, and this was in Humboldt County at the time, mm-hmm. um, but I felt like because I lived only two miles away from him, and... and Good, you got a restraining order. wanted to know where I lived, you know, I got the restraining order, so I got the temporary one. Uh, he got his guns taken away, and he hired a lawyer, and he went, he dragged out the court hearing from, it started June... I think we went to court like mid-June, and we were finally doing trial in December. I eventually hired a lawyer because I realized I was going to have to cross-examine him, and it was like just too like emotionally. Better than cross-examining him, you would wouldn't you have liked to have taken him out behind the barn and hit him with a two by four? Yeah, right. Really, but wait, wait a second. Okay, so I got all this. This crazy guy. What's this about? You owe him money. Go over that. So I eventually, they ruled against me for getting the, the permanent restraining order. They'll, they felt like there wasn't enough evidence okay. to warrant me continuing to have a restraining order. So that, that ruling was like in January. And then in February, he sued me for lawyer fees, for his attorney fees. Wait, 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 wait. He sued you for... There, there's no such thing as loser pays in lawyer fees. What do you mean he sued you for lawyer fees? Well, he he brought up this case, Klug versus Maskmeyer. Um, I don't know what that is, but go on. What yeah. in other words? He didn't sue you for back rent. He sued you for what? Well, what, well, he did take me to small claims, and he sued me for for leaving the lease two months early, and he won that as well. Okay, so how much do you owe him? So at this point. Well, the judgment was for twelve thousand four ninety five plus fees in the amount of three eighty two, and since the ruling in May, I've accrued over a hundred dollars in interest. And do you what did Jeanette? Do you work for a living? What do you do? I do. I'm a. I uh, work at a health food store for eleven sixty five an hour. Right. And has I, he has he tried to garnish your wages? Yes, he just served it uh, two weeks ago. So my next paycheck, which is next Friday, is going to get garnished for 25% of my check. Yeah, I, I don't want to go into how he, you see, when he sued you for the back rent, it would have, could have, should have, you could have, like, countersued him, you know, for invasion of privacy and harass, all this stuff. But anyway, you owe him, what, about twelve grand? I Now I owe him, I just got a bill for, he's, he's, Sending me letters and saying that I owe him now thirteen grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's calling me like every three days. He just—he's a lunatic, and it, it burns yeah. your ass for you to work for eleven dollars an hour and give him even a penny of it. That dog, yeah. right? Yeah, so, I don't want to pay him. I don't feel like then you, you, you may right. have to file bankruptcy. Yeah, you can, and for personal bankruptcy, there are two kinds: seven and thirteen. Chapter Bankruptcy 7 liquidates all your assets, and 13 isn't a liquidation, but you may pay it off. You know, there's a woman who named Shay Larkin. You got a pencil? Yeah. 
She'll give you a free consultation on bankruptcy. Uh, really, she's been on the show. I'm, I'm going to give you a phone number. You want to talk to somebody? She'll call you. Tell her, Len. I spoke to Len on the radio. She loves it. I plug her. And I don't like to do, I don't know that much about bankruptcy, and it's too long to talk on the radio. Shay will help you figure out whether or not you can get what, what kind of bankruptcy is good for you. Her name is Shay, S-H-A-Y-E-L-A-R-K-I-N. And her phone number is 415-346-1799. Got it? Yes. Call her. Tell her I said you should call, okay? Thank you. And do you know anything about, can he, like, keep continuing to call me? Well, there, there's like, the Fair Credit uh, Collections, there's the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. And uh-huh. if you wrote him a letter, he couldn't call you. You should Google Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Google that, okay? Fair Debt Collection Practice. Okay, thank For you. Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Okay? And talk to Shay about that, too. She knows all about that. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, what Thanks a low so life. Fun. Thank you, my I dear. You take care. Okay? Dwayne in Redwood City, Len Tillum. What are you calling a lawyer for, Dwayne? Yeah, Len, I'm in unincorporated Redwood City, uh, San Mateo County, and I'm in the what they call the Emerald Hills area, but we're a little finger off of Emerald Hills. And I was looking at our tax base and stuff. You know, your property taxes do cover fire protection, uh, police protection, schools, et cetera, et cetera, and county uh, expenditures. Right. Uh, We have no fire protection here. I just recently put in for a permit for a new garage to turn my my detached garage down and put a new garage in, and they say I have to put a 10,000-gallon storage tank with pumps and fire department hookup. Now, wait a minute. What do you mean? If your house catches on fire, there's no fire truck who's going to come running to save your house? There's no, the nearest fire hydrant is almost a half mile away. Right. Okay. But there is a fire company or some kind of volunteer company. We've got them in Sonoma, too, around. Yeah. Maybe they'll have no place to. the road from me. Yeah, but maybe they'll have no place to hook up. So here's what's going on. Um, You told, what do you want to change to your property? What do you want to do? No, I I want to see, I'm paying taxes on my property for fire protection and not getting it. Yeah, I I understand that. But what about the 10,000-gallon tank you want the county to put in for you? Talk about that. No, 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 no. That was part of my permit for my new garage. I have to I have to absorb that. Yeah, that's what I thought you were calling. Let's talk about it. Hold on. I understand you told David you want to tear down your garage and replace it with a bigger garage, right? That's right. And I paid okay. for the permit. Okay, but when you went to request Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Please. Okay, and they request that I install a 10,000-gallon water storage tank with pump system for fire department hookup because there's no fire protection here. Yeah, and they don't request. They say, I'm sure request is too polite. They're saying, hey, sucker, if you want to put down, put on a new garage and get a building permit, you got to also put in this 10,000-gallon water tank with a pump system and hookup for the fire department, right? Exactly. Okay, so, and you think your property tax pays for fire protection. Here's what's That's, going on. Okay. Here's what's going on. Uh, let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you know why all the new homes have sidewalks in front of them? The answer is because the county or the city said so. That's why. The mm-hmm. government, whoever, your, red, your fire protection, a county, whatever it is, the government has the ability to legally extort you into doing things you don't want to do. This happens right. to developers all the time. Most new subdivisions have several homes that are dedicated for low-income first-time homeowners. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're building houses, you want to sell as much money as you can. No, you can't. It's perfectly legal. If you don't like it, either you're not going to put in the garage or you could try and persuade the county there's no point in making you put in this tank. Look, I live up in the country. 
they made me put in a 10,000-gallon water tank. I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. If your house... Well, here's the kicker, Len. Here's, here's the kicker. Okay. 20 feet out my backyard here, my back, my back fence, there's an easement, which is a water easement that Redwood City Water... I'm on, I'm on San Francisco Water, Hetch Hetchy. Redwood City Water put a 30-inch water main in there. You think they're going to let you tap in? They would put a hydrant, and they said, no way. No way. Forget it. They don't do that. Listen to me. Counties working with each other, uh, rationality has nothing to do with counties talking to each other. Forget it. Logic has nothing to do with that. Um, I, not only did I, I'm glad I put in the tank, and you should if you can afford to put in a tank, because if there's a fire, you live out in the country, if the trees start burning. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you're going to have to protect your home. I just, not only did I put in the tank, listen to this, I spent an extra grand on getting professional fire hoses a double-gated Y, and a nozzle so that I can, with my tank, because if the fire department doesn't show up, I can use this hose myself and cover my whole house. Hopefully, I'll have enough guys okay. to help me do it. So okay. they can do it. It's reasonable. And by the way, you've got a well, don't you? No, I'm on, I'm on Hetch Hetchy water. Oh, and they want you to store 10,000 gallons of Hetch Hetchy water. That's right. All right. How much is it going to cost you to do it? If besides, forget the garage. What's twenty-eight thousand dollars? Twenty-eight thousand for a ten thousand gallon tank. Yep, that's including pump system and uh, notification and the fire department hookup. Go get another bid. That's way too high. That's way too high. Even even now. One twenty-one thousand. The other was twenty-eight thousand. All right. You going to do it? Well, if I want my dream garage, I'm going to have to. Can you afford it? Oh, uh, yeah. All right, then do it. You know, really, you're going to have your dream. That's where you're going to put your Maserati and your Ferraris, <laughs> right? Or else, yeah, yeah, or yeah, else yeah. why don't you buy 10,000 plastic bottles of water? There you go. And don't pee as often as you do. <laughs> there you go. Guy can afford it. He'll do it. Everything will work out fine. Esteban in Hayward, Len Tillam. News Talk 910, Esteban, why you calling a, a lawyer? Hey, Lynn. Um, yeah, I uh, caught a peeping Tom uh, checking on my 12-year-old daughter. Well, tell me what happened. I want to hear that story. All right. So I got cameras in my house, you know, looking around the house. And uh, we wake up at 530 in the morning, uh, you know, get up and go to work, take a shower, blah, blah, blah. And uh, my 12-year-old daughter gets up at the same time. And uh, my wife noticed something on the uh on the camera screen that uh, you know, somebody's walking on our lawn, but uh, he always walked on our lawn and hit a dead spot or a blind spot. And uh, um, we're like, okay, just a guy passing by or something like that. And then he keeps on doing it at the same single time, at the same time, which is 530 in the morning. You mean every morning he's doing this? You every, see him? Every single morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, just probably a guy just passing by. So I moved the camera, and um, I kind of catch him looking into the window. Uh, so, you know, a couple of days pass, he's doing it again, doing it again. I wait, wait, whose window is he looking in? That's my daughter's window, my 12-year-old Ugh, Yeah, go on. Uh, I call the cops, you know, they look it up, they check it out, they say, oh, it's just, uh, he's just probably walking by or something like that. No, you yeah. tell me he's looking in the window. There's a difference between looking in the window and walking by. Yeah, and uh, you know, I show him the the video after I ch- I move the the um, the camera the camera, and then uh, sorry, I'm just kind of nervous, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take your time. 
yeah, yeah, I moved the camera. I showed him that, and he just kind of brushed it off. This is the Hayward PD. Um, so a couple days later, uh, he, he did it again. So I cashed him. I walked out. I put a BB gun to his face and told him to get down on the ground, call the cops. You know, uh, he went down, got arrested, and everything. I found out he is an illegal alien. Mm-hmm. Um, he got arrested, got prosecuted for uh, loitering. That's all loitering, not a sex offense, right? Not a sex offense. Supposedly he didn't get a sex offense because he didn't say and he didn't say a word to my daughter through the window. No, no, no. That it's not. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Look, so that means he doesn't have to register as a sex offender. No. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. So uh, was he? He must have been deported. You know, they throw people like that out of the country after they get out of jail, right? Supposedly, but I called immigration to make sure they put a hold on him and uh, try to, you know, get him deported. But they don't want to give me no information. Supposedly, I, I would go. Where's the guy right now? He's in Santa Rita. He should be in Santa Rita. How long is he in jail for? Uh, they gave him nine months, so he'd be cut that in half because he's doing jail time. So he'll be out in four and a half. Which yeah. It's going to be this September. Yeah, I, I hate to worry you, but you remember that guy? Remember Polly Kloss, Class? The teenager yeah. who was kidnapped and murdered in Petaluma by Richard Allen Davis? Davis got into her bedroom through the window. You know? I mean, God. Um, so this guy has been sentenced... Um, for nine months. For nine months. He's not in, He didn't go to state prison. He's in county jail. So therefore, you can't even try and get him paroled to another county... You know what I would do? I would call up the Victims of Crime Unit. There's a, you know, call the DA's office. There's that Victims of Crime Unit. They're supposed to help you with that. And I bet if they call up Immigration, Naturalization, Homeland Security, they'll throw his ass out when he gets out of jail. I don't want him walking around the streets, you know? Yeah, and my wife kind of worries that he's going to retaliate because I put a gun to his face. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't hit him. I, I, I kind of regret not kicking his butt. Yeah, you know, you could have hit him up with a two-by-four, but then, you know, they might have charged you with a competitor. You handled it right. And by the way, does your BB gun look like a real gun? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. That's you way he went down to the ground. Fast. He got it. All right. Yeah. Call up the Victims of Crime Unit. Call up the DA's office in your county. You got that? And talk yeah. to them and say, look, this guy's getting out. He was peeping in the windows. He's here illegally. Let's throw him out. You got that? Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. If they kind of brush me off, what do you think? Call me back. Call me back. Get the names of the people you spoke about. We'll bust them on the air. We'll talk about the county people. You know, tell him you talked to Len Tillam on 910. He said to call you. And if you won't help me, he wants to talk about that on the air. Let him know that. Sometimes those bureaucrats don't like a flashlight in their face either. You got it? (laughs) Absolutely. The guy's here illegally. He's a sex offender. Throw him out. Him we don't need. Got it? You know, we, we don't know the intentions he had, but a uh, good thing I caught him before he did anything. Well, whatever it is, it's bad enough peeking on a, nine, a 12-year-old kid. Get out of here. Look, if you're that perverted enough to do it, who knows what else your sexual fantasies are. I don't want him near your house or my house. Got it? Call him up, will you? Thank you very much, man. Let him know you'll call me back. Linda in Monterey. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Linda? Hi, Lynn. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's going on? I work in a medical office. There's about 25 to 30 people in there, and they've uh, recently instituted a dress code for everybody. What what does it mean? 
The women must wear blazers. The men must wear suits and ties. If we go out in the hall, like to get coffee, we have to put our our blazers on, and and that's fine. This is a when you say medical office, you mean a doctor's office? Uh, I'd, I'd rather not say, but it is in the medical field. Okay, go on. Okay, so my problem is not with the dress code. It's with my supervisor who does not adhere to the dress code. She comes in a few times a week uh, after her workout in her gym clothes, and she stays in those gym clothes all day long. Plus, she's got B.O. in her gym clothes. Does she take a shower after she works out, that slob? (laughs) I don't know, but we're afraid to say something to her, you know, in case she retaliates against us, but... Wait, is she the boss, or does she have a boss? She has a boss. She is our supervisor, but she has a boss. Is she married to the boss? Sometimes you get these women who are married to the doctors in these offices. She's not married to the boss, is she? No, she's not. Okay, so let's go. A dress code at work is legal. Um, Right. Yeah. uh, One time, the only employee in Disney who had facial hair was Walt Disney, and it was legal. Um, You know what I mean? So... Yeah. The dress code is valid, but your supervisor isn't following it. That doesn't mean you can ignore it, but you have to. Yeah, maybe if she conf- if you confront her, she'll turn against you. Is this a big enough company? They got a human resources department. Oh yes. I would complain to them about it. Slip an anonymous note under the door. Say there are a number of us. You know, slip it. Let them know, or else they they can't fire you for complaining about soup. You know the rules. But this crazy woman could turn around and make you. Is she really? The, how could she be so stupid? Has anyone said to her, you know, you're breaking the rules? How come you're doing this? Has anyone ever said that to her? No, we're no because we're afraid that she. You know, because she is our supervisor, she could make our life hell. Is there any way you can drop a dime on her? Doesn't her supervisor see she's walking around in a, like a pig? Well, maybe the anonymous letter to her manager might be the choice. I think you can say, look, this is anonymous because we are afraid of retaliation, but Joan Smith, name her. Our supervisor comes around every day, and you know what else you can do? Take a picture with your little camera and print it out and include that. Everybody's got cameras nowadays. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, sneak a picture. You got it? Right? Amen. Does she ever leave her computer on? Um, send the it would be odd for us to go in her office. Oh, then don't do that. You could have sent. Don't send it from your computer. They'll bust you from that. You know what I mean? Right, but right, take a right. picture. Put an anonymous letter. Not, don't worry about fingerprints. You don't have to wear rubber gloves. They're not going to you know, dust the envelope. But in the letter, say there were a number of us in this apartment. It's not just me. She's very vindictive. I'm afraid to sign my name. Here's a picture of her. You want us to dress nicely, and she dresses like a slob. Come on. Let's be fair. Right. Do it okay. that way. You got it? Sounds good. Thanks so much. Yeah. In my biz, they call that drop a dime on her, you know? A dime. Okay. Drop a, I don't know where it comes from, but drop a dime on her. Got it? That, that sounds good. Thanks, let, let me know what happens. John in Lacasio. Len, tell him, John, why are you calling a lawyer? Len, uh, I'm interested in knowing whether or not I can sue Verizon in small claims court to correct a credit report that uh, surfaced several years ago when I discovered that my credit rating was being adversely affected. Wait, tell me the story. What happened? What did they do to you? 
the story is that uh, I found out when I applied for an American Express card that I didn't have any credit because they showed that uh, on a collect on a matter for seventy dollars on a phone bill that had occurred in two thousand and seven that uh, the matter had to, that I had to file bankruptcy uh, as a result of that. And you never filed bankruptcy. I never filed bankruptcy. <laughs> and then they claimed when they agreed that they had made a mistake from that standpoint, then they claimed that the matter had gone into collection, but they could never supply me with any proof that the matter had gone into collection. And I have absolutely no recollection that any bill I've ever had has had to go through collection. So right now on your credit report, it says you're a deadbeat, even though you didn't file bankruptcy. Well, it doesn't say I'm a deadbeat, but the fact of the matter is that my credit score is just low enough so that I don't qualify for the best rate in mortgage refinancing. Yep. I understand. Here's what you can do. Google the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. All of you, if, you, if somebody's messing with your credit, this is a good thing to know. Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. You can sue anyone who reports false information on your credit record if they knew or they should have known the information was false. And Verizon should have known. You told them. It's a violation of 15 U.S.C., United States Code Section. Here, write this down. 1515 U.S.C., the letters... Section 1692E, like Evelyn. And if they've done this, you can get your damages, like you can claim the money you're not you know, saving on a mortgage, and $1,000 over and above that. And if you have to hire a lawyer, they'll pay your lawyer bills too. So I think once you threat, What did you say? I can't hear you. Can I do that in small claims? Yes, because it's under $10,000. Yes. You don't even need a lawyer. What's the name of the bill again? The Fair Debt Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Got it. Got it. Four, five words. Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Also, write down fifteen capital U, capital S, capital C. You know, not University of Southern California. It's United States Code, USC, section sixteen ninety two E. Got it. Check it out. You can do it yourself. All of you. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Len. You're welcome. And there you go. We do the calls. It zips along. It's a pleasure to do it. I got to tell you, I did these calls and they're new to me. Who the hell can remember them? Tell a friend. I'm on iTunes. Give me some stars. Let them know about it. I promise you, as soon as the phone lines are in, we'll start doing live calls. If you've got an emergency that's making you crazy, by the way, you can always email me at lentillum.com, L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M, like Mary, lentillum.com. You can email me. We answer emails. I still work with four other lawyers. I've still got a law firm. We're still doing trusts and estates. I'm in Sonoma. I may not be on those stupid radio stations, but we're out there, and you can call me if you've got some crazy problems. And when we have the phone numbers, we're going to work it out, too. You got the drill. Good show today. I'll be with you next time.